The views and opinions in the following program do not necessarily reflect those of TAP Detroit or its affiliates. Please listen carefully. The following program has been formatted for your mind. TAP Detroit. Detroit Riot is live. Welcome, 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 friends. It is Tuesday, the day after an eclipse. We hope you are not blind out there and you know how to turn your computers and laptops and apps and cell phones on. I have my two co-hosts here, Mel Wonder. Hello. How are you, Mel? I'm great, Chris. How are you? I'm wonderful. Can you see today? Um, yeah, I can see pretty you, okay. You look, you look like you're touching your buttons where they're supposed to be touched on that computer. There. Oh, you know, I do need glasses for <laughs> real, but, you know, I can still kind of see. That happens to everybody. Getting older is not for the weak. Oh, it's, no, it isn't. Word to last week. Right? My glasses <laughs> are just for reading glasses, but if I didn't have them, we couldn't do a radio show. <laughs> and then we have the guy who runs the whole thing, and that's Olin Ezra. Olin, I haven't seen you for two weeks. Missed you, man. How you doing? Yeah, man. Another yeah. night in paradise. And you can see as well, I assume? I can't see anything. You did get blinded. <laughs> blinded, blind. blinded by the light. The silliest story that I heard was Robin Quivers, uh, Howard uh, Stern's sidekick, mm-hmm. went outside in her backyard and put a spaghetti cauldron on her head so she could watch the eclipse. What is that particularly? <laughs> it's like that round bowl with the holes in it that you're going to strain spaghetti water out of once the spaghetti's been boiled. Oh. Because I guess the theory is... The reflection. Yeah. So if you're looking through something that's got holes in it, I guess you don't <laughs> go behind. That doesn't make any sense to me. I also heard of, and I guess this is even sillier, but I didn't hear one specific person talk about it. That some people look through crackers, like Ritz crackers, because they got tiny little holes in them. So they weren't meant for <laughs> eating or for soup or salad or <laughs> they whatever. Were, they were the for watching the eclipse. That is really ridiculous. I would love to see some photos. I'm going to look for them while the music plays after the first set. <laughs> I want to find some people <laughs> that are looking through a Ritz cracker at the sun. <laughs> I don't believe anybody went blind. I think it's. I think TV makes us think that so that we watch TV. It reminds me of Y2K. You remember it 17 years ago? I do. They told us all that we were all going to die on Ju- uh, January 1st, 2000. Well, something was going to collapse. Is that? Yeah. The, 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 the psych story then, which turned out to be a complete nothingness, but it was reported 24-7. I think it made CNN uh, on the air because people wanted to watch TV all day about Y2K. Ratings. Yeah, was because the, um, how was it, Olin? The numbers weren't going to read the year 2000 correctly. What, they'd read it as zero? They were worried about obsolete computers crashing and the whole system would go to zero. There you go. But that didn't happen. None of it, <laughs> it happened. Was suppo- it wasn't supposed to happen. That was the big scare before 9-11 was the millennium bug. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. And I knew, I knew people. I knew this old guy, cranky old guy. He was older than all of us when I worked at AT&T, that had built 
a Y2K shelter because some old crazy people did that, like a bomb shelter in the nuclear wars or, no, the, or the nuclear cold wars. I mean, I think they're they're still relevant, but they didn't need them then. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How, I know this guy spent thousands of dollars, you know, built, uh, digging into his backyard, uh, putting concrete around and all this stuff. Because what we were told was when all these computers crash, like Olin said, nothing would work. So none of the street lights would work. So there'd be millions and millions of car accidents all around the world every time there's a street light. EMS couldn't get called. Uh, everybody was afraid that every gangster would be running around with guns because the police <laughs> couldn't come. You know oh, what I'm wow. saying? Oh, yeah, it was ridiculous. And um, when people would ask about it or ask me about it, um, mm. I'd just say, it just, it's not going to happen. What are you worried about? Well, I think people are waiting for something to happen, definitely. But the gentleman who built that shelter i mean it was just a little too early jim was <laughs> jim was a little too excitable maybe just a little bit that's human nature this is detroit riot on tapdetroit.com we are live every other tuesday we broadcast from russell industrial center in the heart of downtown detroit we've got a lot of great music for you tonight some music from england some music from the u.s some soul some hip-hop a lot of British rock and roll to prove that rock and roll is still alive. And we'll talk about funny stuff like the eclipse and that guy <laughs> in the White House. He's, oh. he's pretty funny, too. Yeah, he's very funny. He, I guess he gave a speech yesterday, but you know what? I don't even listen anymore, Mel. Uh, I don't blame you. I, I'd never bothered to listen at all. No? No. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. It gives me too much of a headache. Yeah. I'd rather listen to my dog bark. <laughs> Chloe's the best. Chloe's the best. Everybody out there knows Chloe. I'd rather hold a cookie up in the air in my kitchen and have her bark until my head hurts than listen to a speech by Donald <laughs> Trump. Yeah, that's musical. That's musical, right? <laughs> All right, kids, we're going to get into the music. Speaking of great segue, Mel. Man, you're getting good Thank at you. this. You're getting good at this. You're going to take my job. <laughs> We're going to get into some music. This is Detroit Rad on tapdetroit.com, and this is one of our favorite bands that we play, The Jam.
great song i remember hearing that on the radio yeah that was a huge hit that was their first single from their first uh from their third album be here now in 1997 and as soon as it was released man it reached number one on the charts that's why you heard it all the time and if you remember mtv used to play music back then oh absolutely and uh, <laughs> real music videos videos man now i i don't even know if they have a music video show i remember reading a story not too long ago that they were bringing back one show of music videos well they they used to have like this whole thing called mtv2 or but i think they just show a bunch of reality shows on there now but even they, on even on two yeah and now but now they do but it used to be for things just like videos and they would have hosts and whatnot but it just I turned remember. into a bunch of crap i remember it and um it's a shame because Really, the real world, if you go that far back, and I might be going back to like, to like the late 80s now, the real world was the TV's first reality show. Yeah. And it was, you know, a bunch of young kids thrown into different houses. It was an experiment. MTV didn't even expect it to, to uh, launch, let alone last. 
And it became the biggest thing I ever broadcast on MTV, and it kept the station on the air because there were no production costs. And it was, and then the talent that they were getting was very well. They were people that were trying to get on to the music business. I remember Heather B. Um, was she? Was she? A, she a was one of the first on the, the Real World. I don't remember that. Yeah, and they used that, and they, it's actually an animated video about. The fall of MTV. <laughs> I will definitely send you that. I want to see that. Okay, that was Oasis again doing a Do You Know What I Mean from 97. Uh, NME magazine from the UK called it the 77th of 500 of the greatest songs in the past 15 years. Before that, we heard Separate and Ever Deadly by Last Shadow Puppets. From the album Age of Understatement from 2008. And we started off this set with my favorite band, The Jam. The title was inspired by a horror writer, Clive Barker. It's a single that ended up on an album called Snap, which is just a greatest hits album from 1980 of The Jam. The Jam were very well known for just releasing singles and not being an album band. It's a good song. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um... The leader of the jam, Paul Weller, who I play a lot to, um, grew up on American Soul, Stax, and Motown. So even though he's always played in mostly rock and roll bands and guitar bands, you can always hear um, the influence of soul. And is everybody out there hearing my laptop talk to me? Just just ignore her. She talks to me like my car does. (laughs) (laughs) My sister has a car that we're driving around in now. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's brand new. It's a Ford Mustang. Nice. You don't even turn the key on this car. You push a button. And it Have goes. Have you seen that? Yeah. And it goes. Okay. I like the blinker on that car. Oh, it's the same thing. Dude, everything though, like, it does it by itself, right? Um, and that kind of scares me. You can't even lock the keys in the car because you don't need the keys to lock the car. You don't need the keys to start the car. You only need the keys to unlock the car. Yeah. Period. Right? But if you leave the keys in the car by mistake, it's going to sit there and bitch at you until you go back in the car and get them. I kind of beep, 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 beep. like that idea. It's a good idea. But maybe but not all in, the time. Yeah, but well, it's a good idea. <laughs> but when these things happen, and when they actually function in mm-hmm. real life and they happen, it, right. be, it, it kind of becomes irritating. No, it becomes real life and you don't want to hear that. Yeah, and you know what? There's something else is that um, people should learn to grow up and have the responsibility and learn um, the simple safeguards of life including not leaving your keys in your damn car. Well, sometimes we forget those. <laughs> Me too, I know. Little we're, things. We're human beings. You, you, you're much more forgiving than I am, Mel, and that's alright. <laughs> Let's talk about a guy who doesn't forgive too much because this just oh happened this God. week and this is going on now. Mel knows where, Mel knows what that means right mm-hmm. there. That, that is not the most clever segue. <laughs> there was a uh, uh, there was a protest in Phoenix, and it was a pro Donald Trump protest um, oh. rally. I don't know why a president who's already been elected feels the need to constantly have rallies to support himself. Um, his detractors, uh, your friend and radio host here is one of them. It's pretty obvious. If you don't want to hear this stuff between songs, feel free to go make a cup of tea or get a shot of Jack. But uh, 
I've never heard in my entire life a president that needs to have rallies after he's been elected. Well, he still needs to make people, make it known to them that he is our you know, person. he's in charge? But he is in charge. Just go to work, man. <laughs> you know, I know someone who works in, a, in an office where his picture is supposed to be up and it's not up yet. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, there's a lot going on. Um, for instance, the Billy Graham... Oh, before I get to this story about Phoenix, and I'm going to read a couple um, paragraphs in a second. The Billy Graham College, so this we know to be a Christian college, a very mm-hmm. conservative college, um, told Donald Trump that if he came a large number of graduates from that college were going to give their diplomas back. Oh, wow. And this is a very conservative, religious, Christian college, and their alumni were saying, if he visits the college, we are giving our diplomas back. Well, that doesn't surprise me at all. Karina, why why do you say that, though? Because I think this is all a pot stirring to get something bigger in the making happening. Yeah, and I'm. I also believe that um, the evangelical Christians, um, like the Billy Graham community, are realizing that this guy doesn't know the Bible from a, a, a pair of boobs. You know. Well, he definitely knows what a pair of boobs. But <laughs> he wouldn't know any passages at all. And this is very true. All right, here's what happened in Phoenix. I'll read you a couple paragraphs, and then we'll talk about whether this makes any sense or not. And this just happened. Protesters engaged in minor scuffles and shouting matches with President Donald Trump's supporters on Tuesday, earlier today. Wow. As hundreds of people lined up to get inside a rally that marks his first political event since the violence in Charlottesville, Virginia. And as we know, in Charlottesville, Virginia, a crazy alt-right person, um, I just call them what they are, a crazy Nazi, uh, drove his SUV into a crowd of anti-Trump protesters. He killed one young woman who was 32 years old. She was a paralegal. Um, she had her whole life ahead of her, and he put, I think, 19 people in the hospital. And so the mayor of Phoenix had begged Donald Trump and his people not to have this pro-Trump rally that close to what just happened in Charlottesville. I'll continue. Phoenix leaders are on high alert in the aftermath of the deadly protests in Virginia and the president's comment last week about both sides having blame for violence at the white supremacist rally. Both sides? That's where everybody lost them, including the leaders of the GOP. You cannot tell America, who lost, uh, I think, 500,000 people in World War II. My dad was in World War II. My mom and dad had us when um, they were in their 40s. I think I told you that story. My, My little sister and I. They had my big two sisters when they were in their 20s so my dad was old enough to be in world war ii i lost him when i was young mm-hmm. but that's beside the point we lost a lot of people fighting nazis then no absolutely so for the president of the united states in 2017 to say that this is okay there might be some good people in both sides let's make it clear yeah in a group of nazis there's no good people there's not one good person that's no, a Nazi. I was watching the Vice, uh, the Vice magazine uh, cover on Charlotte. I love that show. Go ahead. And they didn't have anything good to say about 
him and his daughter and his uh, soon-to-be, or is it his son-in-law? Yeah, his son-in-law, Jared, is probably going to be the next guy that's going to be fired. His soon-to-be-fired or indicted, Jared. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, he met with the Russians. He's the guy who met with the Russians during the election, yeah. which, which was illegal. He also accepted money from the Russians at, uh, during the election, which is illegal. Not surprised. Th- those are the allegations. Uh, he hasn't been given his day in court yet, and so we'll wait till he gets his day in court. So to continue with Phoenix, the demonstrations were outside the Phoenix Convention Center. They were largely peaceful, and police kept the protesters and Trump supporters on opposite sides of the street behind barricades and a line of officers. Of course, that didn't stop the two groups of people from shouting at each other, in a few cases with offensive language, oh boy, and some (laughs) skirmishes broke out. At one point, a Trump supporter and a protester shoved each other. Oh, that's bound to happen. Well, come on. They shoved each other, as opposed to an SVV killing people, right? And in another exchange, I'll just finish this paragraph, in in another exchange, the two groups shouted at each other before moving on. And that's the whole story, and the, the rest of the story says the same thing. Yeah. So, at least we've gone someplace where last week in Charlottesville, Virginia, people were killed and put in the hospital to Phoenix where we wish this rally never took place. It did, and we can't stop the guy. No. But at least nobody was hurt. And I'm glad about that. Me too. Can't we look at it that way? No, that's definitely a bright side of looking at things, but look what the protest is. I know. I know. I know, but trust me, I... I wouldn't get in a car and drive into a group of people no matter what side I'm on. And neither would anybody that I know. And That person just wanted fame. I guess anybody that's that far gone on either side in our country is as divided right now as it was um, a few years before the Civil War. Anybody that would create that kind of violence on another civilian of the United States is a, is a crackpot. But let's also be very sure, very certain about this. Regardless of what he said in in his speech yesterday, which they wrote for Trump, and boy, he stuck to the script. Mel told me during the break, well, while the music was playing, that she um, um, watched part of it, but not too much of it. I can't watch any of it anymore. But from what I understand, he stuck to the script. Was that your impression? Well... If he even has a script at all, because he <laughs> he talks so loose and so you know, I think that's idiotic. Why, yeah, I think because of his rambling and his ranting, um, that's, that's why him, they that's wrote why him won. a speech. Well, that is why he won too, because a lot of Americans wanted to hear somebody not talk like a politician, and they see they see what happens when they hire a businessman to run a government. It it just doesn't work, and it might not have just been Donald Trump, but it might have been. Uh, years and years ago there was a businessman named Ross Perot that was running for president I'm certain he would have been a lousy president as well Um, (laughs) you don't hire a a dog catcher to cut your lawn you you feel me right (laughs) All right. we're going to get back to some music because this is mostly what we do for you if you disagree with any of this or if you agree with it or even if you have a um, request that you want us to play Give us a call the old-fashioned way. Get on the phone. Olin will answer. It's 313-429-0801. My Facebook page is S. Chris Delopolis. I'll let you figure out how to spell that. It's an Irish last name. Or you can get on 
tapdetroit.com, which is our main website. And we also have an app, and I always let Olin explain the app because he's much better at it than I, and I like the sound of his voice. Olin, how do people get our app? Hey, Olin. It's on Tap Detroit. It says, get app. <laughs> oh, man. He doesn't even like explaining it anymore. No. That's it. Dig that, dude. Get app. It's so he's, easy. He's just sitting here it's and he'd go, simple, well, you go on man. TAP Detroit, and uh, then there's an app, and if you have an Android as opposed to an iPhone, and this and that and that and that, and now it's, you go on Tap Detroit and you click app. Just click it. <laughs> just click That's it, it, baby. Yeah. That's it's it. that easy. It's that easy. <laughs> In other words, it's real easy. You know what? Sometimes we get, and, and we love all you guys, and we see that you're out there listening to us, and thank you for clicking on Facebook that you are listening to us, and we'll say hi to Tim and Jimmy and Lee and Debbie and Rose and Carla and David and a bunch of other people that are listening to us and sending us messages. Um, you can also send me private PMs. Uh, Any way you want to get a hold of us, uh, we love that you're out there. Um, if you're having a problem with your laptop or your um pc there's not a heck of a lot we can do about it uh, our <laughs> signal is working tonight we double checked this stuff before we went on the air and uh correct me if i'm wrong there chief we are broadcasting live right now on the interweb purportedly yes <laughs> I'm pulling your leg a little bit because that's what I like to do. Man, a few words. Let's get back to the music. This is a band called BDI on Detroit Riot. Oh. TapDetroit.com and the name of the song is Kill for a Dream.
I should be standing at the bar waving a £10 note around But I sit here on the sofa at my girl's house I should be chatting shit as I'm nobbing out another snout But I'll roach a spliff watching the TV for now I should be watching the fruit machines for which one will pay out But I sit on the sofa at my girl's Anyhow, I should be legging it from a cab like a mad little lout but I'll roach a spliff watching the TV throughout I know I never tell about every single day man I'm always thinking loads about her She's the best thing that ever happened to me And I don't know what I'd do without her I should actually go out and about and flip some beer mats Instead of sitting here at my girl's gaff Cause all I seem to do is sit in this habitat just roaching a spliff watching the TV and that On the TV at my house is a bit broken on the back So I use my girl's TV to watch the match Yeah, I might head out later to get off this beaten track Of watching the TV roaching up on the same old map I know I never tell about every single day man I'm always thinking loads about her She's the best thing that ever to me and I don't know what I'd do without her But on second thoughts I won't do shots No, I think I will sit on the sofa and eat my TV meal I would actually much prefer to just sit here and chill Roaching a spliff watching EastEnders or The Bill Cause basically I love her and I love being here still And I love sitting on the sofa with my girl for real I don't wanna knock my mates, but there it's the same old drill Roaching a spliff, watching the TV's my will I know I never tell about every single day, man I'm always thinking loads about her She's the best thing that ever happened to me And I don't know what I'd do without her No, fuck that, I might ask my mates where they'll be drinking From the sofa giving them a ding Tell them I will go freeze on that gram later on this evening Instead of roaching a spliff watching the TV again And then go out whilst back at hers She does hurting Sitting on the sofa at her end But as I watch the big screen I know I will quite miss Me and her roaching a spliff watching the TV again I know I never tell about every single day man. I'm always thinking loads about her Exactly what I'm talking She's about. The best thing that ever happened to I wouldn't have it any other way. I don't know what I do I'll tell you this. I know I never There's a whole world out there. I'm always the whole world. But do I give up? She's the best thing that ever happened to me. There's a whole world out there. I don't know what I do without her. I've got one packet of Rizla over there, but it's nearly run out. I've got bits of cigarette all over the place The clipper needs a shake The ashtray needs emptying But I wouldn't have it any other way I said I wouldn't have it any other way I said I wouldn't have it any other way I said the ashtray needs an empty end I said the clipper needs a 
This is Detroit Riot on tapdetroit.com. That was a band called Star Sailor. They were around in the Pope, Pope, the Pope, the post-Brit-pop movement. That's around 2000 or so. That was their fifth and final single from the album Love Is Here. Again, the song is called Poor Misguided Fool band Star Sailor. Before that, we had a British hip-hop act, which is probably the biggest uh, English hip-hop act that it's ever existed. The name of the band is called The Streets. They were a project of one young cat named Mike Skinner. The track is Wouldn't Have It Any Other Way. The name of the album, The Streets released about a half dozen albums, and the name of that album was A Grand Don't Come For Free. came out in 2004. It was actually a rap opera about a thousand dollars missing from the protagonist's flat. Seems that the album is about having a girl over that he just met. And all of a sudden, before their fun time was over, he was missing a thousand (laughs) dollars. She got him. (laughs) She got him for a grand. I'll tell you a story real quick about about a guy that, uh, well, I'm going to make up a story is what I mean real soon (laughs) about a guy who went to Cuba when you weren't supposed to go to. And we started the set with BDI, which is Liam Gallagher's band called Kill for a Dream is the name of the song. And that is BDI's debut album, Different Gear, Still Speeding came out in 2011 i was telling my friends here that i bought a 72 vespa which is one of those english fast motor scooters that you might have seen in the movie quadrophenia it's very nice Uh, it's beautiful about a month ago from my buddy derek i hope derek's listening out there and this thing is 180 cc's but that doesn't sound like a lot but it only weighs 200 pounds and we kitted it out to 235 cc's and has an 80 this is for all my motorcycle friends out there <laughs> i'm gonna get into motorcycle technique tech stuff that other people are gonna go what the f is Dallas talking about uh it's an 80 millimeter mccuni carburetor and a big old exhaust made by a pip by sip sip and um you have to be a poor misguided fool to buy this thing because it'll do about 90 miles an hour and it only has 10 inch wheels so kill for a dream by bdi and that started off the set what were we talking about while the music was playing that we were gonna um bullshit about to kill a little bit of time do you remember mel you got your mom called you melanie first of all you were telling me a story oh <laughs> 
<laughs> Do anybody else call you Melanie but your mom? Um, just my, my family mostly and my best friend. But that's about it. Mm. Like people at work or, you know. What's Olin call you? Hey? <laughs> if he did, is he in trouble? <laughs> no, he's not in trouble. No. But, you know, he has like he, he has his more. Moments. Yeah, he has his nicknames for me <laughs> you got any for him oh yeah go, go ahead it's a radio <laughs> show man we're, we're here to entertain people well you know what i um i would prefer just throw one at us like you better not <laughs> no, uh, before, I won't do that while me. you're thinking about it did you hear that they did another hacking yesterday and this time it was Tiger Woods' recent model girlfriend. They hacked her phone. Uh-huh. And I don't understand how these rich and famous people continued to do this. <laughs> he had sent her, and you know where I'm going with this, uh-huh. a cell phone photo of uh, his junk. Yeah. And <laughs> the stories, di- the writers of the stories that are all over the internet, mostly, Mm-mm. didn't know whether the, the the main part of the story, the thesis of the story, the headline of the story, if you will, is that this happened, right, to Tiger? Because, I mean, how much bad luck is this son of a bitch going to have to go through, man? He was just busted for being on a bunch of painkillers. It's serious shit. His wife took half of his fortune. He can't uh, uh, win any more tournaments he is done at his age he will never catch up to um arnold palmer his back is effed up seriously no absolutely and i remember when he was uh you Uh, know top of the world yeah golden boy for sure you know he was no one could touch him and there was no and, and golf's not my sport um i don't even know if you call it a sport it's more like a game is the way that i looked at it i tried to play it once my dad rest in peace uh, took me out golfing once, but he never sent me to golf uh, lessons or anything like that. And if you're mm-hmm. going to do something like golf or tennis or I think even bowling, mm-hmm. you got to take some lessons, man. No, absolutely. You know, golf is a very precise thing. And the way I didn't listen, if he took pain killers or a he lot took, of them. he probably did more than that. I think so, too. Um, sure. And the night that they busted him, um, when they took his uh, blood alcohol level, he, uh-huh. uh, his BAL had exactly zero booze. And the people around him said that he doesn't like to drink. And everybody's different. And we've all talked about this. He, um, I totally support medical marijuana. In fact, I have somebody in my family who's ill. And we finally got the um, physicians to prescribe her. Ellen, is it Marinol? Which is what helps the appetite in yes. in marijuana. Okay, yes. so um, they prescribed her Marinol, and all of a sudden, an appetite that did, was non-existent um, came back a little bit. And I'm not saying that um, you know, by the grace of Jesus or baby Jesus, the the clouds parted, but at least you know she'll eat a Snickers bar now. <laughs> and uh, um, thank thank God for that. But they did say that he never tolerated alcohol. It didn't make him feel good. It's not what he got high on. But, dude, if you're that rich and your back hurts that much, mm-hmm. 
when they took his blood and I read how much was in his system, Oxycontin, um, Narco, which is the same as Vicodin, Xanax, which isn't really a painkiller. It's an anti-anxiety drug. Yeah. Muscle relaxers. And then I watched the actual video. I couldn't help myself. Well, like I'm making excuses. Of course, I'm going to watch it, right? <laughs> I watched a video on YouTube of him getting busted by the cop. And the reason I say that I shouldn't have watched it or I don't like watching it is because I just don't like watching anybody being in the trouble with, no, the, with the police. I mean, what, are you going to get a kick out of it? No, I mean, it, it makes you think more negative about police. It does. And, and it makes you feel icky about everything. You mm-hmm. know, you watch something like that and you want to... You want to be first of all. You're you're afraid to go out, and you're um, feeling bad about everything. Now the poor guy was just a few miles from his mansion in Florida. He was barefoot, and um, that's you're, illegal. You're gonna yeah. It actually it is. You're right. Um, you're gonna watch this now one of these days. I'm sure you will. It's just YouTube uh, uh, tigers um, DUI bust. Damn. And because it's all on dash cam. Right, he is so out of it, man. And again, no booze. So anyway, wow. This photo was just hacked, and it was just hacked yesterday. And I went off on the tangent of of the the bust, but they didn't know whether to make the headline that his girlfriend got hacked, and that this continues, or that it was so amazing the size of his junk. Oh my goodness! Are it's you? <laughs> Melanie, I can call you Melanie now. (laughs) I'm just very surprised to hear that about Uh, Tiger, uh, but I'm not. Think about it for a minute. Now, Tiger's got more money than Elvis had money back then, and he he had a million girlfriends with a beautiful wife. Now you throw in that? No wonder. And listen, his wife got what some four hundred million. Yes, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, but well, oh, she ain't crying anymore. Let's no, put it that of, way. of course she's not crying. She's on another yacht with another name. Correct. <laughs> but but I, she ain't got that. No, no. But you know what? You can pay for it. <laughs> I heard that the reason why he was getting caught was because he was not paying these girls and one of them got fed up and said i'm gonna air you out to the media yeah i heard that too i heard that too listen man if you're worth that much money pay them either and if that's what you're gonna do yeah either pay these girls buy them what you told them you're gonna buy them or um his wife was so beautiful or calm down man and just figure out how to sustain your entire uh, appetites. Yeah. No, no. I mean your own personal manly appetites. Oh, yeah. Cause with, this dest- one, with this one woman. Yeah, because it destroyed his empire. It, inst- it, it did, didn't it? And it also destroyed everything. His empire, yes, but including his game. Um, there is a book that was written about 20 years ago. The doctor is dead now. And it was about the mind-body experience. I forget the name of the doctor. It might come, come to me. It might not. It doesn't really matter. But the idea of the book is, and I believe this firmly because I've had um, really bad pain that's had been managed at pain centers from uh, the result of motorcycle accident, right? Mm-hmm. Your mind and your body are connected. And when you're healing, your mind is either going to get around the fact that you want to heal or it's not. Okay? Yeah. 
So it's a matter of what comes first, the chicken or the egg. And if Tiger's back hurts that bad, then it hurts worse after he goes through all these problems. He gets busted and gives up half of his money. Why does it hurt and worse all of a sudden? Because the mind and the body are connected. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's having a lot of thoughts about what he done and what he lost. And that can hurt really bad, especially if you've been on top like that. Right. And it can hurt really bad. Um, and then, obviously, what this is proving is that it can hurt really bad, both psychologically and physically. Period. No, absolutely. All right. Should we get back into the music? I think I got to take my bulldog outside. Please do. All right. This is Detroit Riot on tapdetroit.com. I am Chris, your host. You are also listening to the lovely voice of Mel Wonder, who's also a club DJ, one of the best I've seen these past few years. I'm sure Mel's going to give us some plugs before the night is over. Sure. And we got our main man who runs this place. This place is called Detroit Riot on tap. T-A-P-Detroit.com. This young lady's name is Lucy Camp. Name of this song is Internal Norms. Hit it. About the view, and instead of head and up, they leave too. What bad it improves? What the hell's the matter with you? No, no. So, what's a kid to do when the rest of the friends only care about the view? And instead of head and up, they leave too. What bad it improves? What the hell's the matter with you? Minimize my breath, civilize my head, middle lives instead. Simple minds not yet, ready to undergo what I've riddled for about my friends. It'll scribble all over trends. You say you're dead Can I get a little help from a paramedic? I'm a little desperate Nobody saw my new message You probably didn't get it And I meant it When I said it's not the personality You need to be accepted And look at me I'm a wannabe modeling Everything I own And at home I'm vomiting Gossiping to all my girls About bottling Our emotions that we post them On this thing called the internet Are we winners yet? I'm kind of upset The picture I took Only got a few likes on it Can you write? On them, it looks kind of it, and I just said I need all the image that I can get. Another walking contradiction from masses, kids inside their classes, opening up the glasses, pouring out all the chances. Dreams that'll never happen, cause of the yes, it was in no accident. Advances in the dance hall, lighting up the candles. Can you see my hand crow? Taste a little sample, sin tastes better when you eat it up in handfuls. So prepare yourself for one hell of a battle. No. So what's a kid to do when the rest of the friends only care about the view When instead of head and up they leave too What bad it improves, what the hell's the matter with you? No, no So what's a kid to do when the rest of the friends only care about the view When instead of head and up they leave too What bad it improves, what the hell's the matter with you? This is a vicious, non-realistic, mystic tale for the misfits 
so I'll never get this Check it out, huh Cause when in doubt you can fix it Up like a stick shift Love when it sticks in Let me finish for the record Greatness cannot be measured Only felt by the texture Forget all about gender Collided with my receptors My constantly rising temper Forever Must we always offend her? I remember A time where our innocence Meant that we were little kids So little then But no man So little bit So little when They drove us crazy We were doing triple splits And dribbles and whatever We thought we could run Don't you ever wish upon a star And wonder what you are And tell it your life's hard And realize it's bizarre As people watch you talk But you know it in your heart You may have some missing parts And that's where the questions start no, no. So what's a kid to do When the rest of the friends Only care about the view When instead of heading up They leave too What bad it and blues What the hell's the matter with you no, no. So what's a kid to do When the rest of the friends Only care about the view When instead of heading up They leave too What bad it and blues What the hell's the matter with you
What you got? If there ain't a definite crew, who you selling to? Everyone coming up now. I find you all it's zigzag, zigzag. Bullets past my head, see the smoking from the tongue. With the bubble head, caught in the crossfire. So what to do? What? Who gives a fuck? Let's just do it 'cause it's new. See what around that top where some funk ain't stale. I'm the one who stops a cat's complexion. Thinking up the thought, it may be time to utter. If you bet it's from the gutter, then you flatter. Well, I might have seen when the sock is better. Hard to say no. What's your toes doing? There's a thought. Now I go. Hat is for wearing, cat is for burring. Rockabine means. This rhyme is rough this way Look at the state we're in And I swore by the hands on my chinny chin Chest hey. Listen here Oh, oh no, no, man You've done it again You've got to sort it out You don't drop it out You don't drop it out No more verse Listen right This is just one individual aspect of my environment in music I might clap you with the rod of courage That does it. That's it. That's it for time, kids. What did we just listen to? We just heard Galliano. I love this act. They were around, uh, started back in 1988. 
played through almost 2000. They were a London-based acid jazz band. Galliano, you spell it just like uh, that booze. That that yellow stuff that used to come in the tall bottle. Italian people, not my Italian neighbors, always had a bottle of Galliano. In fact, all my neighbors' parents had bottles of Galliano. The name of the song is Totally Together. I don't know why they even had this Galliano. I remember trying to taste it when I was a kid, and it was awful. But then years and years later, I read that the um, ingredients in one of the most popular cocktails of the 1970s, however old you think I might be, I wasn't drinking in the 1970s, <laughs> was called a Harvey Wallbanger. Harvey Wallbanger. Did you ever hear that, Mel? No. What is, what's in it? <laughs> well, Galliano is one thing, and that's the only thing I can remember. The name of this act that we just played is called Galliano, and I said the only reason I recognize the name is because everybody that I knew had this tall yellow bottle of booze in their bar at home, and nice. it was Galliano. No, it wasn't nice because as a kid, man, I tried everybody's drinks. <laughs> Grandma drank uh, uh Gin and tonic. And bless she, her heart. Oh, God. Bless her heart. She was the greatest. And she'd always say to me, Chris, go get me another gin and tonic. I don't, love gin. Don't tell your mom. I know you like gin. And I, I'm a vodka drinker. And we, sh- we share. Yeah. And uh, I'd get grandma her gin and tonic and go ahead, take a sip. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like nine, man. Go ahead, take a sip. I'd right, take a sip. Put you out. Yeah, but this Galliano man was awful. Yeah? And yeah, it was terrible. And uh, I've never even had a Harvey Wallbanger because I guess by the 70s it just kind of fell out of fashion. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, I, I guess today you would compare it to a Long Island iced tea. Okay. You ever had a Long Island iced tea? Oh, yeah. I like those too. You like those? Yeah. Oh, man. We got to watch out for Mel. When they're top shelf, I love it. You're trouble. If they're, and they got to be top shelf. There's nothing in there that's not booze. That's a $20 drink. Oh, it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, one of those, and you better be Ubering it, man. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, but back in the days of the uh, Harvey Wallbangers, like my parents and stuff, the neighbors that would have the uh, Galliano, back then they didn't write too many DUIs, man. It, oh, no. It wasn't a big deal. No, I mean... You just, you know, it might have stopped you if you're doing something too reckless. Right. But other than that, you know, just go home. That, just go <laughs> now. Man, I remember once. Uh, oh, my God. My friend Johnny lived at the end of my block. Um, we were both at this time in our, like, early 30s. Mm-hmm. He had his own home and his wife. And I had my own home and my wife. And Harper Woods was still a nice neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I left his house, and we were drinking, um, what's the thing with rum and mint and club soda? Um, you know what I'm thinking, uh, right? Yeah. Do they call that a mint julep? No, no not a mint julep, but... Um, it's it's a mint something. Anyway, yeah, I know what you're talking go, about. They go, and they go down real fast. They and do. And you put sugar in them. Oh, they're delicious. Right. So, John's wife kept mixing those for us, and we're just sitting on in his backyard, and it's a beautiful summer night. And I had a BMW Z3, 
I don't know if you remember that car, but it was in one of the James Bond movies. Yeah, very it was, nice. It was a two-seater. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mel, it was the bomb, oh, man. It was I a two-seater, and it was a convertible. Oh, and, good um, look at you. There were people... <laughs> There were people on the radio. There used to be a radio show on uh, National Public Radio, NPR's Click and Clack. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tappet Brothers, they've retired now. But uh, they talked. They had a, almost a whole episode about that particular vehicle, the BMW Z3. Mm-hmm. And the argument, one brother said, it's too fast to even be sold on the streets. It should never be sold in America. And there you are. There you are, right? Because, <laughs> Dave, BMW's made in Germany. Yes. And Germany's got the Autobahn. And there is no speed limit on the Autobahn. Word to Kraftwerk. Right? Word to Kraftwerk. If there was no Kraftwerk, there'd be no techno. If there was no techno, there'd be no Kraftwerk. If there was no BMW Z3, I wouldn't have got pulled over in my own driveway leaving Johnny's house. Nice. So this poor cop doesn't know what to do. No, he's I'm starstruck. My, oh, I'm in my... No, he don't know who the hell I am. No, it's by the car. By the car. <laughs> And I'm in my own driveway, and my ex-wife was, is, was, especially then, a beautiful woman, right? And I, I call her on the phone, and at this time, we're not getting along all that great. And uh, I said, I'm in the driveway. There's about six squad cars out here. Come on. Damn, six? Yeah, because at Harper Woods at that time, oh, the no, crime they, rate was so low, there was nothing else to do. And they called the rest of their boys to, to look at the, the car. car. Yeah. And then when they saw my wife, my ex-wife, oh, they were really they all, then they called each other to see her, right? Because she's coming out in her robe. Oh, yeah. I go, come on out. Scare and let, them off. Let, let, let cry, you know. If this was five years earlier, she would have came out in a, in, a, in a bra and panty and cra- high heels and cried. You feel me? Uh, <laughs> she didn't do no crying. If there was any crying, it was while she was smacking me in the back of the head when they let me in the back in the house. But this cop didn't know what to do because he didn't even have me blow. He asked me where I was at. I told him, down the block. You can call my buddy. You've been drinking? I go, you can tell by by the smell because right. cops are trained that I've been drinking. They're jealous. Well, it was a standoff. It was like a Mexican standoff because if he wanted to give me a BAL blood alcohol level test, I would have failed. He would have had to take me to jail. But I'm already home, man. Yeah. You feel me? And why did he pull me over? Well, like you just said, with that car, and you've been drinking those things all night. You just don't do 25 miles an hour at 3.30 in the morning to get home. To down the street. To down the street. <laughs> <laughs> you, fly, you were having fun. Oh, so he wrote me a ticket for nothing, which is impeding traffic. For having a beautiful car and wife. That's it. And I made it home and I uh, got no, uh, and I've <laughs> never had a DUI in my life. And I stopped drinking whenever those drinks were. That's for goddamn sure. And I never bought a BMW Z3 anymore. <laughs> except now out in the parking lot, I got an 86 uh, Monte Carlo SS. Which is still really <laughs> dope and fast. Yeah, I ain't grown up yet. I'm stupid. My sisters are listening. I'm sorry for being so stupid and putting you all through it. The song before that was Going for Gold by a band called Shed 7. They were an indie rock band from York, England. The album is called Max High, if you'd like to look for it. It came out in 1996 on the Polydor label. And that band, Shed 7, was called The Smiths. On speaking of, uh, s- yeah, speaking of speeding, they were often called The Smiths on High Fuel Alcohol, meeting 
the Smiths, but a lot faster. The fuel. And crazier. And wilder. <laughs> and we started off the set with a young lady who's doing some interesting things out of San Francisco, out of San uh, Jose, San Francisco. And her name is Lucy Camp. Uh, you can barely find um, some of her stuff to download, but the name of that song is called Internal Norms. I and like that. And it's really, really good. She's doing some beautiful things. Um, I don't know why she's not being promoted more. Um, I don't know what label she's on because I couldn't even find that. Those are those are the good ones to find, isn't it? Though um, Mel's gonna uh, introduce the last set tonight that she put together for us, and <laughs> she'll talk to us about some good things that she found. In the meantime, we're gonna get back to it. This is Detroit Riot on TapDetroit.com, broadcasting from Russell Industrial. Come on down to Russell Industrial and rent something. Oh, and are people coming back into this place? I'm seeing uh, the the rooms, the offices, the studios, the art galleries are all being painted and wired. And every other Tuesday when I come here, we're seeing progress. But I'm not seeing a whole lot of cars like I used to. What do you think so? They're not letting people run yet. Is that the deal? Yeah, the city has to approve it. I got it. So the city's going to have to improve everything. Yep. Do you think that means that they're going to have to wait until the very last studio is done yes oh boy okay <laughs> it's gonna so, be a minute so it's gonna be a minute or two <laughs> all right in the meantime let's get back to some rock and roll this is a band that y'all might remember from england this is from 1990 the band was called primal scream and this song is called loaded on detroit ride tap detroit.com let's get loaded turn it up to do what we want to do and we want to get loaded and we want to have a good time and that's what we're going to do away baby let's go we're going to have a good time we're going to have a party
just what is it that you want to do? I'm gonna get deep down, deep down, I said. I'm gonna get deep down, deep down. Woo! What is it that you want to do? We want to get loaded, and we want to have a good time.
And here we go. Live radio. This is Detroit Riot on tapdetroit.com. You just listen to While the Song Remains the Same, Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds. Is that right, Noel? Yes. <laughs> Are you Nolan? <laughs> I'm checking. I'm, I'm checking to, to make sure that is to make sure we're playing the right song. <laughs> if Mel says that's the right song, then guess what? We're going with that. That's yes. the right song. Let's do it. While the song remains the same, No Gallagher's High Flying Birds. My friend John Rutherford. John, I hope you're out there. If you're not, you can always listen to this show at your leisure, friends. At uh, Detroit Riot, tapdetroit.com. Olin puts every show on an archive. Any show you're looking for, whether it's ours or another show on this uh, radio station, which is Detroit's number one net radio station, can be found anytime under archives. Just look for the date. Today's date is August 22nd, 2017. Click on it. John Rutherford. You can listen to the show anytime you want. You know John, John Rutherford? I feel like I know that name. He's a really, really nice cat. Uh, he plays um, full-time. He plays brass for Bob Seger's band. And I'm not a, oh, hu- yes. not a huge Bob Seger fan, but he's asked me to go to the show. That's coming up sometime uh, later this month or September. Where there's a suite. Yeah, I'm going to go because it's free and some friends are going to go. I just don't want to drive, dude, because it's. Uh, I think it's at the palace. Oh, well, definitely Lyft or Uber will take care of you. No, I want to go with a group of friends. We got a group of friends going. So it's like Dallas is going in the backseat or he ain't going at all, yeah, man. That's nobody too, should drive. Right? That's too long of an Uber ride. Uh, the name <laughs> of that album anyway. And John also plays for Noel Gallagher, and I'm very proud of him for that. The name of that album is Chasing Yesterday. It was written and produced by the guy with the biggest head in the Gallagher Brothers, which is Noel, the older one. It was recorded about three years ago, 2014 or so, at two different studios in England. One was called the Strange Wage Studios, and the <laughs> other is a little studio that you might have heard of before called Abbey Road. Yes, where the Beatles recorded. Noel Gallagher, dig this. This year, 2017, Noel Gallagher of the Oasis. We all know who Noel Gallagher and his brother Liam are. They're the guys who beat each other up all the time, right? <laughs> yes. How sweet is that? <laughs> you see, people think that that's silly. I, no. look at, I look at it as these two working class, poor kids from Manchester, which is just an uh, industrial town. You know, it's kind of like a sister city to Detroit. They love our music. They love it. And we love theirs. Mm-hmm. They love American techno, man. And we've played um, what's called Northern Soul, which is, uh, I don't want to even get into that because uh, I'm good. Northern Soul, we play here all the time. And I go to dance clubs and um, dance to what's called Northern Soul. Northern Soul is simply American soul music like uh, that's on Stax and is on Motown. Yeah. So it's really got nothing to do with the north of England. It's American soul music. It is. Okay. So people say, well, you're appropriating black soul music by calling it Northern Soul. No, man. This was the deal. It was the 1970s. Mm-hmm. In London, the new soul records were more um, funky and getting into like P-Funk, Parliament Funkadelic and things like yes. that. But thousands and thousands of kids would come down from the Manchester area on the train to these London record stores because the record stores didn't exist then in Manchester. Right. That's how 
you know, there were factories, man. And that so was they it. were getting their records. They were getting their records from London, and the store owners would tell the employees and the managers, don't order that new stuff. In other words, the cool London stuff. Uh huh. Just order that northern stuff. Oh, wow. And then northern soul. So it's not bad. No, it's, it's not. It's not a bad term. Everybody just chill out. If you love someone, the relation, call you it know, whatever you want. The relation to them is different. That's what it is. You know what? Uh, you, said, you said that real well. And uh, one time I played uh, when I was spinning at downstairs at St. Andrews at the shelter. In the shelter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there for I two years. There. Yeah, I know you have. It's a cool club. And at, at one time, a lot of people danced there. Well, I had just gotten back from another trip to London. And uh, Janet Jackson had a 12-inch that all the kids were dancing to in London. But which one? Oh, baby, I couldn't tell you. Damn I'd be, it. I'd be, I'd be making it up, <laughs> right? And uh, my DJ and no one danced at the shelter. It cleared the floor. Wait, Janet Jackson was it control at the time? I don't know, but you gotta understand at that at that time we were playing the 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 Belleville Three. Techno. Yeah, yeah. We were playing the coolest hip hop, you know, EPMD. T- yeah. You throw on Janet Jackson and these people that were coming there to hear this brilliant new techno mm-hmm. and the brilliant new hip hop. Yeah. They didn't want to hear it. Of course they didn't. And what my DJ partner told me is what you just said, which is DJs have to learn this. Music translates differently in different cities and in different countries. Absolutely. So these dance clubs that seemed very cool, that were very cool in London, mm-hmm. they, the, the dance floors were fall when, I was, when uh, their DJ was playing and mixing in Janet Jackson. Wow. But when I brought it to America, when I brought it to we Detroit. We brought it to Detroit. They were like, like, I can hear this on the goddamn radio, man. No, all day, every day. You got it. <laughs> there you go. Hey, that, there's a little bit of wisdom for any of you kids that want to uh, go out there and be a club DJ. Take it from uh, Mel and I. It's not the easiest job in the world before no, that. Not. The day we caught the train before that by Ocean Color Scene, Birmingham, England band, uh, that was uh, hit the top five album charts. 1996, it was recorded, and we started off the set with one of my favorite bands, Primal Scream. They started off the Britpop movement with uh, about six other bands that came out in 1990. That was the first single from an album called Screamadelica. And those cats were all about, uh, what's the word that we should use? <laughs> what word should I use for that? Um, creative. <laughs> <laughs> they were all about create creative things. Things that would help them be creative. Creativity. (laughs) Just creativity and leave it at that? Yeah. I'm going to take the wisdom of youth and just stop (laughs) at creativity. (laughs) You got any gigs coming up, man, before we get into the next set? Actually, I don't. Just a plug or two. No? I I don't have anything coming up, which I'm. which I'm really glad about because it allowed me to work on some other things that are coming up with me and are you in a studio i'm i'm just well if you want yeah my studio at home i just you well, know studios a studio i mean you got the equipment right no absolutely i guess when you're cool. in your your home space and you're taking in what you should what you want to give out to the public it is your studio space of course so yeah i'm just working right and now you're learning as you're going along absolutely 
Absolutely. And um, just working on a few things, you know, got a, a one private show coming up, but, you know, it's just for family. Got it. Also, the like 90s R&B music, but nothing coming up in the uh, public. Is the private show the one that um, I might be going to that has to do with your birthday? Oh, no, 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 not that. You missed it, Chris. Oh, jeez, man. I told you I can't remember where I put my sunglasses. Listen, it's okay. You know ask, what? Ask my siblings. I can't remember where I put my keys. Listen, I... Um, I was it, leaving out my sister's house the other day, and it's like... I mean, I, I couldn't wait to leave. It was just time, right? I had been there long enough. It's time to bounce. We're taking care of all this healthcare business for our oldest no, sister and everything. And uh, first thing is, I can't find my reading glasses. Where are they? They're in the compartment <laughs> in the passenger in the seat. Passenger seat. And then I can't find um, uh, uh, something else. The keys. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And see, I don't even remember what I lose. <laughs> There's got. There should come up. They should come up for a word like claustrophobia and uh, paranoia and all that stuff for all of us people that lose stuff all the time, man. Well, um, my friends call me Forgetful Jones. You f- you lose stuff too? Yeah, I do. Oh. Queen of leaving things behind. And you know what it is? It's just because we're hurrying and we're not paying attention. And the keys, uh, bless my one sister, she found them in the back of that Mustang that we were talking about a while ago. <laughs> in the back seat. Because I thought we were going to have to drive cross town. To so down. I grabbed my laptop. No, I thought we were driving cross town because uh, somebody moved from one facility to another. Mm-hmm. And uh, we weren't. We were just driving five minutes away. But I had made the mistake thinking that I was going to be sitting in the car for 45 minutes. So I'm sitting there with the laptop and I'm ready to, uh, I got my headphones on and I'm ready to uh, pop in an episode of The Sopranos. So since I'm laying there with a the pillow like a little baby on a, on a trip with daddy when I'm 10... I put the keys in the car for the back door. Oh, well, you were comfortable, you know? (laughs) I was comfortable and I couldn't find my damn keys. When you're getting your comfort zone, you don't think of anything else. Good good point. You got a point. (laughs) Should we keep playing music? Yes. All right, how much time we got left? Yeah, we better get playing music. All right, this is Detroit Riot on tapdetroit.com. Frank, I got your message about golf. I dig that. Thank you for listening to the show. And no, man. Uh, Frank golfs and he said uh, if you ever want to learn the game man hit me up I'll, I'll, I'll give you some lessons and the last time and the only time and the first time that I golfed Frank I threw my clubs so if you allow me to throw clubs <laughs> maybe I'll come and take a golf lesson from you in the meantime this is Detroit Riot Tap Detroit.com the name of the band is the Libertines the name of the song is What Katie Did from Detroit Fill my eyes 
and I don't know why.
That's a song called Bows and Arrows by the Kaiser Chiefs. It's from their fifth studio album, Education, 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 and War. The title comes from a famous speech by the English premier Tony Blair, who's not around anymore. Before that, we heard Umbrella Head by the band Mystery Jets. 4chan brought me here. Eel Pie Island is the name of the studio. And we started off the set with the band The Libertines, a song about Kate Moss, who is the lead singer Pete Doherty's girlfriend. And the song is called What Katie Did. We are going to do something special for this last set. And we'll probably do this going forward. And we're going to let Mal take over. Because as I uh, explained to you, she is a club DJ. And she is the co-host of this show. So she's going to do a set. And Mal, tell them what you're going to play, girl. Yes. Um, the first one is uh, by Elsa off of an album called Let Poison. It came out last year in uh 2016 and he was also he's a solo artist he's been a part of slum village at one point and uh the earlier music he did in detroit was called the breakfast club and also drake actually mentioned him as being one of his favorite mcs and uh he's known as Nas is to new york he uh would elzaz to detroit you know as far as the same lyrical talent gotcha go baby and uh this song is called ego citric on Detroit Ride, tapdetroit.com. Damn, it's happening again. Oh. 
Feel like I'm about to lose my mind Slowly losing control Just takes me over You must have got your blunt lace while blowing rags To think I'll catch booze on stage that going kegs Your imagination's growing legs My back's growing eyes for unknowing spies That cut off annoying ties faster than a Boeing flies I'm showing wise guys and wise men Skies bend while I'm in there Pulling lines out of thin air for 10 square miles So when pushing the pen is felt like it peers Cushion within rare dials resembling peers Indeed the flow sounds sicker It goes down quicker than a 10 speed when disassembling gears you triple when fear's about to consume your thought It will rip a room apart to chew through your human heart You mystify from what exists inside A jekyll is Mr. Hyde Bigger fish to fry while our wrists were tied You're stressed and you couldn't be the best man Standing by your sister's side while she kissed her bride Question, should I come hard and kill a nigga Or be positive as an ace test Sensitive as a hair trigger It's better telling Your man, I will murder him through letter spelling Till he holler life as a bitch like it upset her yelling While he stumbles off the rim, he never grim me we keep the Mac in the lack, the Simi in the Hemi Couple bastards who did old dirt like Shimmy Shimmy ya, shimmy yay on my flimsy prey Can't get a grip on my ego Be wildin' out with my ego It's hard to think around my ego Feel like I'm the shit with my ego Floss with my ego, I'm a boss with my ego I'm about to run the shit with my ego Don't say too much around my ego Tend to lose control I don't possess ego. enough strength to control me I make him speak on his rolly Or how he keep that perp on paper like a parolee In that moment I'm done, he'll snap out of it slowly Until then, we'll hook up a line to keep you real Then better speak about peace and spread love a building Cause I could be beneath the bed of your children The way I'm beasting Just know I plan to blow minds back Rip the most, sip a toast and whip a ghost like a proton pack While I catch a massage by who I'm menaging with Y'all fraudulent as a desert with a mirage in it Provoking L might get you caught up like you at the light with the cop on your tail light in the tail with the broken tail light beat you herbs then carving your henchmen you start for attention but are you hungry enough to eat your words you spit that club nonsense i hop in your mind state crash your mental plane wreck your train of thought and blast your subconscious out the water can't get a grip on my ego be wildin' out with my ego it's hard to think around my ego Feel like I'm the shit with my ego Floss with my ego, I'm a boss with my ego I'm about to run the shit with my ego Don't say too much around my ego Tend to lose control around my ego Yeah, that was uh, Egocentric by Elsa. And we are going to go into the next one, which is Good Kid by Kendrick Lamar off of the album Good Kid, Mad City. And it was released in 2012, his second album. And this is one of the tracks that I really love because it, w- it, it innovated a lot of boom bap from back in the day. And, you know, he touched on a lot of, this is a great album, even a classic. Beautiful. Good night, people. See you in a couple weeks. Detroit Ride, tapdetroit.com. Love you. Trapped inside 
inside your desire to fire bullets that stray Track a tire, just tell you I'm tired and ran away I should ask a choir, what do you require? To sing a song that acquire me to have faith That the record spin, I should pray For the record, I recognize that I'm easily prey I got eight alive yesterday, I got animosity building It's probably big, it's a building Me jumping off of the roof, it's me just playing it safe But what am I supposed to do when the topic is red or blue? And you understand that I ain't, but no, I'm accustomed to Just a couple that look for trouble and live in the street with rank No better picture to paint than me walking from Bible study And call his homies because he has said he noticed my face From a function that took in place, they was wondering if I bang Step on my neck and get blood on your Nike checks I don't mind, cause one day you respect the good kid, Mad City To hold me against my will, it was like a head-on collision that folded me standing still. I can never pick out the difference and grade a cop on the bill. Every time you clock in the morning, I feel you just wanna kill all my innocence while ignoring my purpose. To persevere as a better person, I know you heard this and probably in fear. But what am I supposed to do when the blink and the red and blue flash from the top of your roof and your dog has to say roof and you ask, lift up your shirt cause you wonder if a tattoo of affiliation can make it a pleasure to put me through gang fouls. But that don't matter because the matter is racial profile. I heard them chat. He's probably young, but I know that he's down Step on his neck, it's hard as your bulletproof vest He don't mind, he know we never respect The good kid, Mad City Mass hallucination, baby When violence is the rhythm inspired me to obtain the silence in this room With 20 zannies and strong some grown up candy I lost it I feel it's nothing to lose The street's sure to release the worst out of my best Don't mind cause now you up in your net The good kid Mad City Mass hallucinations baby Bullshit. Now Peter Parker picked the pepper. That was his downfall. I'm down with Drake 2000 cause he got my back, y'all. Ball if you want to, but do it with some class. She asked me, you I just got some flow so you can blast me. Nasty. Niggas on the block, they see you shining. Engineers in the studio see me rhyming. Don't get me wrong, got four albums, stay consistent. You got a bodyguard, I let my nigga toast the biscuit. Put your cap back, you got blood up on your fur hat. Cap, cap, your link snap, you slumped up in your Cadillac. But what though? Some diamonds in the Bentley, what you die for? I hope. I'ma bake my cheese and let my mind blow. Prioritize the live too. Tell these other niggas how you bought your kids some tennis shoes. Let these brothers know that your mama, she got her house too. Let these niggas know that your sister wouldn't have finished college without you. I doubt you. Do that though, so do this here and keep that bullshit out of my ear. You too near me 
not to hear me Hear me, hoping to conceal me The love for the music keeping me going Staying with me About multiple figures he may got, got, got Had he not purchased the newest Mercedes That loses value as soon as you drive the bitch off the lot, lot, lot Would he still be the latest most wanted dog on it, you want it He got it type nigga round the town, town, town Had he not played it so flashy as you went half of these niggas hurting and working Would he be found, found, found Microsoft and in the place You getting on my nerves Well I'm getting on your case Consider your surroundings Or you leave without a trace Cause the leader he is hauling ass like Juan Valdez I think he's scared cause my nigga Google yeah. Goody got that shooty to his head